Will you join me in a word of prayer? And, and since it's kind of VBS uh, a moment this morning, we're gonna do it kind of like we did at VBS. So if you would do this, put your wiggly hands in the air. Wiggly hands in the air. This is uncomfortable for a lot of you, I know. Wiggly hands in the air. Put them together and repeat after me. Dear Father in heaven, thank you for sending Jesus. Help us to know your truth today. And may we share it with others. Amen. So, I want to start with this question. This is going to be the question for the morning, and I want you to be prepared. This is deep. Who is your Dana? Most of you are looking at me like, I mean, you might know a Dana, but, but who is your Dana? That's a person. I'll get back to that. So this week, we're continuing our series in the book of Acts. We're continuing our series talking about God's church, God's people being led by the Spirit out into doing things, into going. I want to challenge you this summer. We're in a different location than we normally are, and maybe that's uncomfortable for you. But I want you to do something that lots of times, sometimes we Lutherans are not good at. I want to challenge you each week this summer to bring your Bible. If you have a Bible with you, I want you to open it up today. We're going to walk through Acts chapter 8. If you don't, you have it on your phone and an app. You can open that up today. It's okay if you have your phone out. Because I want you to be in the Word. If you don't have either of those things, it's printed in your connection. Though you can't read it because it's dark. But just pretend like you could. But I want you to do that because I believe God's Word is what has power. God's Word is what speaks to us. We know that God could speak in lots of different ways, but He promises that he's going to speak through his word. So if you can see it today, I want you to open up to Acts chapter 8, starting at verse 26. To give you a little context, last week Pastor John talked about um, Philip, who was in Samaria last week. He He was proclaiming to people who didn't look like him, didn't act like him, maybe were very different than him, and God had led him to speak to the crowds there. And watch the Holy Spirit work. It was an exciting moment in the church. Even though they'd been displaced, these guys like Philip went out and proclaimed the gospel to the crowds and they were all doing these amazing things and they got to see these amazing things. And now we're gonna pick up where God tells Philip, I want you to go and find your Dana. So it starts like this. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, go to the road, the desert road, that, does, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way, he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of Kandik, which means the queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. All right, a couple of little context pieces for you to know. First is the Dana that Philip is going to speak to, is an Ethiopian. He is from the part of Eastern Africa, Central Eastern Africa. He had traveled a long, long way to get to Israel for worship. But as a eunuch, because his body was maimed, he would never have been allowed to worship in the general population. It would be like going all the way to Florida, and when you went to worship, you had to stay behind that curtain. 
You might be able to hear what's going on. You might sort of be able to see what's going on. But you want to hear about the one true God because you're a believer. That's what this Ethiopian man is. He's having this moment. God has taken Philip and said, I'm going to have you impact this one life. And there he is on the road. He's reading from the the, the, uh, prophet Isaiah. So it goes on. So the spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. And he asked this question, important question. Do you understand what you're reading? Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This is the passage of scripture the eunuch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, tell me please, who is the prophet talking about? Himself or someone else? And Philip began with this very passage of scripture, told him the good news about Jesus. He had questions. The Ethiopian was that person in the world who had questions about this one true God. And you have those people in your life too. You have your Danis. So this week was Vacation Bible School. And I want to tell you about somebody. You could probably guess her name. It's Dana. For those of you who aren't catching on, it's Dana. Dana was a special friend of mine. I knew from the very beginning that we would be friends because Dana is what I like to tell you is one of those people that the, the, the general decorum of this world, those rules don't apply to her. See, Dana was in crew three. There was a lot of those in crew three. They, they sat right here. I knew the first day that Dana was going to be one of my favorites. Because Dana, while I am trying to tell people about the love of Jesus, was right down here. Half of her body in there. Her legs swinging out. I'm trying to talk, and Dana is hiding under here. One of the crew leaders is grabbing her by the legs, pulling her back out. But I knew right then and there that Dana was going to be my friend. It was exciting. Day two happens. I get told a story by our KidVid uh, cinema leader, who happens to be my daughter, Mackenzie. Mackenzie says to me this. Dana came up to me today, and she said these words. I want to know that Jesus guy. I want to see him. I, be, I want him to be a part of my life. And my, my senior in high school daughter did the, uh, but, but let me try to explain to a first grader that, you know, you can't really see him, but we can see like the moving of him around us. We can see him doing things in our lives. We can see him working out. And she's like, dad, did I, did I say it all right? And I looked at my daughter and I said, I just got to tell you, there's no perfect way to ever explain that to a first grader. And you did it right because you told her about Jesus. You showed her the love of God in Jesus. Who's your Dana? 
Who's the person in your life that needs to hear about the love and, of Jesus? It might be a brother or a sister. It might be a cousin, it might be a friend, but I think a lot of us have Danas in our lives. Have Danas who wanna hear and know about Jesus. And lots of times I think that we're afraid to share that because we don't know all the right answers. We're not sure if we got all of the pieces right. But I wanna give you two things that I think are important. The first is, just share Jesus. Tell about the Jesus that you know, the one you see working in your lives. Not the academic part, not the fully God, fully man, not all the details, but just the Jesus that's working in your life. Because that's what Philip did. Philip started with the word, but he told him about all the things that Jesus had done in his very life. And the second thing I would tell you is my second story from VBS. Mr. Tashuti, who is the high school principal here at Northwest, but he was also our Bible story leader. He was telling the stories um, this week, and one of the stories on day two was about the plagues of Egypt. And one of our, one of our young people at the end of that time, uh, they were talking about the Passover and the different plagues, and and so one of our young people came up to him afterward and asked this question. Mr. Tashuti, I have to know, are the stories that we hear in the Bible, are those fiction or nonfiction? And he wanted to know that primarily because he was an oldest child and they had talked about the dying of the oldest children and he was concerned that that might still happen. But, but, um, <laughs> He was, he was really concerned. But, but, but I say that because Mr. Shooty shared with him, of course, all these things in here are, are real. You know, sometimes we talk about the Bible as though it's a bunch of stories, but actually what it is is a bunch of testimony. It's men and women and people who saw what happened and they wrote it down so that you and I might know who is your Dana. To be honest, it might be you. You might be the one here today sitting in, this, in these rows thinking, I, I, I don't really know Jesus. I don't have a relationship with him. This week, we, we, we talked a lot at VBS about, you know, when life is unfair. God is good. All right, some of you still remember. When life is unfair. God is good. Right, we talked about sometimes that life isn't working right and, and we live in this wild world, but that, that God is good because Jesus is good. You know, and when, when, when life is scary. God is good. All right, some of you else, do you kind of get how this works? You can join in. Um, when life changes, God is good. so the people outside can see her. When life is sad, God is good. we talked this week because those are things in our lives that maybe you are that Dana. You're struggling with life is changing or, or you're just sad or things in your life have gone amok and a mess. 
My prayer is that we as God's people would be able to share with you that our God is good because Jesus is good. Because Jesus went the way of the cross and took your place. Because Jesus in your life does change everything. It allows us to say when all those things are going wrong that God is good. But I also want to challenge you today to find your Dana. To pray for your Dana. To speak to your Dana in your life who's asking questions and wants to know. Because here's what happened to Dana on Thursday. Dana came back up to Mackenzie and said these words. Mackenzie, I want my mom to know, Dana, know Jesus too. That's life changing. That's what we're about here as God's people. Some people always ask, like, why do we do VBS? It's just this moment where kids come for a week and we, we never see them again or all those moments. I got to tell you, it's for Dana. We do it because we want those kids to know Jesus. They may never walk in our doors here again. But one day, Dana and I are going to sing to our Lord. We're going to praise God together in that moment. We're going to be gathered together with all of you here and with those gathered around because Dana knows Jesus. So who is your Dana? As they traveled along the road, they came to some water. And eunuch said, look, here is water. What can stand in the way of me being baptized? That eunuch said, what could stand in the way for me anymore? And it's not in here, by the way. Philip's response is not in here, but I'm guessing it was something like this. Nothing, let's do it. Let's get in the water. Nothing. You know Jesus now. You believe and trust in his promises. Let's get in the water. Because then he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away and the eunuch did not see him ever again. But he went on his way rejoicing because Dana knew Jesus. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we give you thanks that you bring Danas into our lives. We give you thanks, Lord, that you give us opportunities to proclaim your promise of forgiveness to them. Lord, today we may be hurting ourselves. We may feel scared or alone or our life is changing or our world just seems wild and out of control. May we be reminded, as we reminded the kids this week, that God is good and you are good because you walk with us because you give us your promises. And Lord, today, as we are thinking about and praying about our Danas, may your spirit lead and guide us to share your love. And may, they, may she come to the waters of baptism and may that be change in our world. May they proclaim it to our world.
giving them the hope of your promise. In your name we pray, amen.